0: This would be episode 54 of Moon P Jug and Hobbs. And we've got a special guest that we're going to introduce you to here in just a second. How are you doing, Hobbs? I'm
1: I'm I'm doing well. We were just discussing. I'm a, a bit frazzled. I haven't uh driven in rush hour in a while, trying to get between Minneapolis and St. Paul at four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, why are there all these people? Why are they <laughs> in my way? <laughs> this is right. there's a stall. Someone had an accident. They cleared the accident, but everybody wanted to look at the highway helper or something. I don't know. But it was it was it was uh, chaos.
0: What do you think it is about humans that we feel that we need to stare at car crashes? Like when we're driving away, we're driving by and like, we'll stop because we want to see.
1: It's true. I don't know. I mean, not to get too philosophical right away, but it's, you know, it's the hand of God. You know what I mean? It's kind of the finger God at that point. Like, man, because you you immediately put yourself in the position that could have been me, you know, or if I had been five minutes earlier or five minutes later, you know, I think it makes us reflect on our own mortality, which is interesting because our guest probably doesn't have to reflect on his mortality as much as the rest of the people on the show right now.
0: Yeah. And the reason for that is, is today uh, we have the youngest person that we've ever had on Moon, P, Jug and Hobbs. Yeah. Welcome, Elliot Tanner. How are you doing, Elliot? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, before we went on, I was telling Elliot today the sun was shiny in Minnesota. That generally doesn't happen. Nope. But after about five months of dreary, I went out and I had a fire pit in my driveway. Very first one of the year. My buddy Chopper Ron came over. He's got a new job hauling COVID tests around. Mm. This is what he does for a job. He gets up in the morning and he drives to a big warehouse, picks up a truck and a trailer, and then they drive to a medical facility and they load up all these COVID tests. And he just sits in the truck all day and does absolutely nothing but watches Netflix. And, <laughs> and they pay him 20 bucks an hour. Nice. And, and what a deal that is. And then uh, my friend Kim came over. Kim's been on our podcast. Everybody that came to my fire pit uh, has been on the podcast. So now that means Elliot's going to have to come over and hang at the fire pit. We can talk about the stuff we're going to talk about now. The thing that sticks out about Elliot, he loves to learn. He's like a sponge. He can take a book and read it very quickly, retain it, then apply it. And so much so that he pretty much finished all of his high school classes by the time he was nine. Wow. I wasn't even potty trained when I was nine.
1: It's not your fault. You lived on a farm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then not only does he blow through high school, uh, then he goes to the university of Minnesota and at age 13, he gets his degree in physics. Congratulations on that one, buddy. Thank you so much. I suppose it all
2: sort of started with my mom. She was going through all of the parenting things, reading me books, being super awesome. My mom's super cool. And she was posting all of her sort of activities and achievements with me on Facebook. And she was going through some of the parenting books, etc. And she noticed I was going a little bit faster. My dad also started noticing this too. And as people were starting to say, oh, wow, your kid's doing that. It sort of became apparent to my mom and my dad that I was a bit, quite a bit more accelerated than everyone else. For me, that moment came in Spanish immersion school. I was always super excited about talking about physics and math, particle accelerators, when everyone else just wanted to talk about superheroes.
0: That's a telltale sign. Well, um, and I actually have... Uh, a special uh, set of questions that I'm going to have Hobbs try to answer and Elliot try to answer. I was wondering
1: if you weren't going to do some version of your old trivia game. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm going down.
0: Instead of Smarter Than Stacy, it's Smarter Than Elliot today. And actually, (laughs) Elliot knows Stacy and Hutch. He's been on the show before. What part of town do you live in, Elliot?
2: I live in St. Louis Park. Nice. St.
0: Louis Park, okay. And then idea. and then check this out. Not only, uh, he's already got his BA, right?
2: Uh, I'm currently going to be getting my bachelor's in science, my BS in physics with a minor in math, and I am now going to be entering the PhD program.
0: College isn't free in America these days. Mm-mm. And so I started trying to learn a little bit about Elliot before we spoke, and I ran across to GoFundMe. And if you look... Last night at about 952, I think it was, there's a hundred dollar donation that came in from me. I would love to see you get the PhD. I mean, how cool is that? How old, how old would you be at the PhD level? Like 15?
2: I would be 18 by the end of it.
0: What do you do with those degrees? Are you going to teach? Are you going to work? I mean, there's got to be money there.
2: I'm hoping to become a professor after doing a couple of years of postdoctoral research.
1: That's the job. I remember going to college and looking at the professors, and I also waitressed, and so those professors would come in and they'd be quote unquote grading papers, and they just like seemed like they had the most relaxed life. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to derail all of your motivation, but it looked. I'm like professors have the, and you know, obviously it's a lot of pressure. You got to pub- get published and. You know, obviously, you know, your research has to mean something, but like it it looked like a pretty sick gig.
2: I suppose I've heard that teaching the early level classes is actually surprisingly challenging because you have to balance some 200 odd students while also being able to teach and profess all of the other classes, too.
0: Now, I also learned something and I don't want to you know, rain on your parade, but there actually is someone that's younger than you that got uh, their degree at age 10. Have you have you seen that online where there's, uh, I think it was a, somebody from, I don't know if they're from the US.
2: I think they were from Alabama. I remember seeing on one of the Star Tribune articles on me, it, it was there on the first or second paragraph.
0: Do you think that you could message them and hang out sometime and talk about smart stuff.
2: (laughs) That would be super cool, but I'm not sure if they're available for contact or not.
0: Do you know that I graduated from high school in a very small town in Nebraska? We had 109 students and my GPA allowed me to be number 98 out of 109.
1: <laughs> Did you just like look at the other two kids, and we're like, you should have tried, man, you oh, should yeah. have worked a little harder.
0: It was not good. I was not into education. I didn't like to read. You know, that's the thing for me, and this is why I went into radio, is that if you set a book in front of me, I would get bored, and I would just lose, you know, my patience and stop. But if you told me a story. Then I was captivated, and then I wanted to hear more of it. So I guess if I would have went to high school using audiobooks, maybe I'd have been number 88 instead of number 98. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we will have to kind of wait and see. Tell us about some of your other likes because, you know, we talked a little bit off the air about Minecraft. I would love to see some of the stuff that you've built.
2: That would be cool. Some of the other things I like to do are board games and tabletop games, like the Settlers of Catan is a lot of fun for me. And I also like to play some Dungeons and Dragons with friends.
0: Do you just crush, like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Those kind of games with questions like that, pop culture stuff i wouldn't
2: say that i'm particularly good at pop culture quizzes like that but sometimes before i'm getting ready to watch young sheldon we'll watch some of the wheel of fortune before then
0: is that one of your favorite shows
2: yeah probably my favorite show
0: did you watch the big bang theory not a
2: lot no but young sheldon is sort of where it's at for me yeah that's oh yeah it's kind of
1: a show about you in a way you know like i mean i've I've, I've got to imagine that's Hard to find people to relate to because you know you're probably smarter than a lot of the adults in the room. And, you know, probably some of your peers as well. So I would imagine when I was a kid, they had a show in a similar sense that was Doogie Hauser, where he was a he was a doctor, but he was very young and they're always like, What are you doing here? You're and he's like, Um, I'm the surgeon, you know, I'm the doctor. So I've got to imagine that's gotta be. A lot of pressure.
2: I suppose it's not a ton of pressure. I just feel like I'm sort of just a regular kid, just going to a different school. But we're coming back to Young Shul, and I'm actually friends with the actor for Young Shul, Ian Armitage. I love that. He's such a fun friend, and just about every day now we'll go on to virtual reality together.
0: That Mm -hmm. is so cool. How'd you meet?
2: Uh, my mom and Ian Armitage's mom managed to get together, I think, on Facebook or something like that. And since they were going to be in California for filming and I coincidentally was headed to California for vacation, we decided to meet up.
0: That's awesome. Where'd you go on vacation in California?
2: Uh, I think it was Santa Barbara.
1: Physics is awesome. And science and all that stuff. Like, I hats off. I wanted to I studied I was really into organic chemistry for about 2 years, but then the boy that I thought was really cute in that class left and then I wasn't as into organic chemistry anymore. I have so much admiration for that. But like do you find that people just think that you're smart about every subject because you're particularly focused on a particular or one or do you have do you feel like you have a, a narrow Uh, focus of study, or do you kind of want to know a little bit about everything? I think I'm
2: fine at some things and pretty good at others. I'm not a huge fan of biology or chemistry, so I don't have as much experience with those. Of course, there's only a limited amount of things that you can do in your lifetime.
0: That is true. (laughs) What what part of math was hardest for you? Because, you know, there's trigonometry. I mean, of all the maths... Did you ever struggle at any of them or did you just blow through them? Most
2: things were fairly easy, but I find that proofy math is a bit more difficult for me. Just proving things more rigorously and a little bit more concretely than what physics would normally do.
1: Just because you brought that up. Now that makes me think of, and maybe you have not seen the movie Goodwill Hunting. Basically, it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon is the janitor at Harvard. And this guy writes this huge problem on the board math problem that you have to prove why the answer is. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. It would be so much better if you'd seen that movie though. Cause I was going to be like, what's the answer to that thing? Cause they never had, they, they never really give it to you in the movie, but the kid was a janitor and he, he walked in and just figured it out. And, and the professor's like, all right, which one of you students figured it out and they didn't know It was a janitor. It's
2: sort of giving me deja vu like I might have even seen it before.
0: Who is somebody that you, you know, that you admire? Somebody that you think is really smart and maybe somebody that you'd like to be as smart as? Because, I mean, Albert Einstein's IQ was 160. Stephen Hawking's was 160. Have you ever taken an IQ test?
2: I think it was long, long ago, but I feel like it's not quite... Entirely relevant because it was elsewhere. I didn't quite understand like the gravity of it. I was still very young when I took it. Plus I remember that there were a ton of cats around it and I'm allergic to cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I mean, and
1: how really, and really how, I don't know that they're super accurate anyway.
2: Yeah, you're not as smart as how good you are at recognizing patterns of circles and squares.
0: What about Mensa? Have you ever taken the Mensa test? I think
2: once, maybe, but I can't exactly pin it down because if it was, it was much, much long ago.
0: Do you do the daily Wordle? Yeah, I do
2: do the Wordles.
1: (laughs) We should all Wordle. I Wordle.
2: I got today's Wordle in three tries. No
0: kidding. I got yesterday's in two, but the two days before that, I couldn't get it at all. So do you remember, Elliot, the five-letter word that you started with to get it in three?
2: I always start with Miser.
0: Miser, M-I-S-E-R.
2: Because it has all of these good letters like I and E are pretty common. R and S are also pretty common. Plus, I also feel like taking a chance with the M, which isn't as common, but it gives you a ton of information if you get it correct.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try Miser now. I'm, I know. And now there's something called the Hurdle. Have you heard that? No. It's like Wordle, only it's uh, music. So they give you like one note.
1: Oh, oh, like name that tune. I'm, I'm and pretty good at the music ones.
0: Well, I thought I was too, but yeah. then I tried it. It's so hard. Is it
1: really hard? Okay. Yeah, and then All you right. can hit
0: skip, and it gives you another second and a half of the song. Okay. But yeah, it's really hard. Now I understand. Elliot is a uh, a Beatles fan. Let's talk music a little bit. How in the world? Oh, and this is where
1: the interview went south.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How in Beatles. the world did you okay. get turned on to the Beatles? That Was your dad or your mom into them?
2: Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both of that. We used to listen to a ton of the Beatles when I was a little bit littler.
0: And then which, do you have a favorite Beatles song?
2: That's a good question. I guess since we play it every year, one of my favorites might be the birthday one.
0: They say it's your birthday that was
1: such a smart that was such a smart marketing ploy even if it's not their favorite song that they wrote you hear it everywhere. you'll always get residuals on that song
0: You went to Paul McCartney at Target Field Yeah I was at
2: Target field.
0: I was too. I was there that night. Oh yep I was about 300 rows back <laughs> and I paid 175 a ticket <laughs> right Okay we're at the part of the podcast now. It's called two questions with Putin. So think about Vladimir Putin, the guy that's running Russia. You get two questions to ask him.
1: I really want to know what Putin's um, skin care regimen is.
0: What product he uses.
1: Yeah. I want to know. Um, also. Hey, uh, what's your password, babe?
0: That'd be good. My two <laughs> questions for Putin is yeah. the first one. Can we take a selfie? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
1: Can we take a selfie? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's number one. Uh My second question is, do you wear clean underwear every day?
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's got an underwear attendant. I'm sure it's all taken care of. He's like Steve Jobs, but with the military. Like, they they they, they lay it all out for him, I'm sure. Here's your black turtleneck and your and your gun, sir.
0: Well, there's our questions. Elliot, your turn.
2: Funny enough, one of the questions that I was going to ask was, what, what's the password to the secret rush. Russia government computer as well.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I just want the one for his crypto. You can get that one.
2: And for my second question, it would probably be, what is your favorite room temperature?
0: (laughs) Awesome. that is shut awesome. up that's the best question
1: shut up of all the questions we've come up with Elliot just had the best question
0: i would what say is so. your
1: favorite room temperature because <laughs> like, we're trying to understand the man we're not getting a lot of information that would give me a lot of information i bet okay what do you think putin's favorite room temperature is i bet it's like he's chilly
2: i was thinking closer to maybe around 66 so what's
0: your favorite room temperature Elliot?
1: yeah what's your favorite room temperature that's a great question
2: It really depends on whether or not i'm trying to sleep when i'm trying to sleep i prefer it to be as cold as possible i have a really nice fan in my room that lets me basically just get an arctic blast into it normally i'll just sell for whatever temperature is around but somewhere around 71 is
1: fine
0: i'm kind of a 71 kind of guy too
1: no that's not true
0: well now that we've uh, wrapped up two questions with putin let's do some more questions Okay. Uh, these, These are now physics questions.
1: Oh, man.
0: Here we go with question number one. Seconds is the SI unit of, is it frequency, time, velocity, or pressure?
1: Seconds, I would say time.
0: Time. I'm submitting the answer, and that's correct. Path taken by a projectile is known as particle motion parabolic motion, projectile motion, or none of the above? Projectile motion? Uh, Could you repeat the question one more time?
1: Be smart. That's what you do. That's what smart people do. Could you repeat the question?
0: Path taken by a projectile is known as particle motion, parabolic motion, projectile motion, or none of the uh, above?
2: I'm going to have to go with parabolic
0: that is incorrect. It's projectile motion. Yeah. Nice. Question number three. Types of longitudinal stress are tensile stress, compressive stress, tangential. <laughs> that can't be it.
1: Again, we, we talked about the education <laughs> level. Why It's not genital, probably.
0: No, it's genital. It's T-A-N-G-E-N-T-I-A-L. genital. Genitals we know aren't usually used in physics, uh, but we'll go with that. Or (laughs) options. (laughs) See, I'm not even smart enough to read these questions. Okay. Uh, I forgot what
1: we were talking about. (laughs) Listen, you sound out something physically genital. I don't know (laughs) what
0: Okay. (laughs) Is it tensile stress, compressive stress, that other one, or options one and two?
2: I'm going to have to go with options one and two.
0: That is correct. (laughs) That's good. I'm glad you guys got that one. Are you good on computers? I'm fine with computers. Do you write code or anything?
2: Yeah. like to make little widgets little fun little things i'm hoping over the summer to create my own programming language
1: oh elliot don't tell moon that because he's gonna he's gonna be hitting you up with all of his brilliant ideas he's always inventing an app an app (laughs) that already exists usually
0: um so when you walk into a classroom and you're like half everybody else's age you know do they look at you like who's that why is he here is he lost maybe for like a week or so.
2: But after that, I just sort of become assimilated with everyone else, just sort of blend in with the crowd.
1: Who do you want to meet? Is there somebody that you would really love to love to have a chat with? I'd probably have
2: to go with in general out of any person, maybe Richard Feynman. He was one of the most influential physicists of the 20th century. He came up with some of the ideas for quantum electrodynamics. I even dressed up as him for Halloween once.
1: Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. I love that. Is he still with us?
2: I can't remember. I don't think so. No.
1: Oh, boo.
0: Who's your best friend? You've got friends that are your own age. You just like education more than they do, right? Or how does that work? Do you find them boring?
2: No, I don't really find any of the neighborhood kids particularly boring. No, everyone is a ton of fun to play with. Going back to playing all of those tabletop games and board games during the summer, we'll like to play
1: some games
2: every morning together.
0: What's your favorite board game? Uh, Catan, probably.
1: Are you thinking about getting like a fun, like summer job this summer or like doing something cool or you got anything planned? Uh,
2: Probably not a summer job, but I'm going to go on some vacations, hopefully to California this summer, nice. work on that programming language. I am might also enroll in one of those sort of like certification courses that they have for Google and stuff like that, too. I'm also planning to go a lot to Valley Fair with
0: Bowdoin. What's your favorite thing to do at Valley Fair? All of the roller coasters.
2: wild thing yeah. is always fun. And the nice thing about it is that the line is usually surprisingly short for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And I think they're redoing the, the wooden one. I thought I read that. that Yeah. That they were upgrading the wooden one. I like the wooden one, but it's like, it's like definitely hold on to your purse or your belongings or your phone or your glasses. That thing vibrates a lot.
0: Do you ever go to the Minnesota state fair?
2: Yeah. I usually go most every year. One of my favorite things there is the i think it's sweet martha's cookies oh yeah oh, yeah
1: moon and i did you didn't you don't recognize moon from the fair moon was a staple of the fair for like 17 years at the KS95 yeah. booth over by where the big slide is the giant slide
2: the potato sacks
1: yep yep with the burlap sacks and everything yeah uh
0: my wife wants to go really bad this year one thing i do have is i have some friends that can get me inside the gates it's sometimes who you know (laughs) so my part my parking is pretty good and um you know when we were working at ks95 we actually had a, a private road that ran across the university of minnesota's land and it would take us directly from the station to the state fair with zero traffic And we could get there in literally five minutes at the most. It would dump us out pretty much at Sweet Martha's. And we'd walk behind the Sweet Martha dumpster, you know, grab a couple of cookies out of there. (laughs) You did not dumpster dive at the sweet
1: fair. Really, dude?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Although, if you're going to fish something out of a dumpster.
0: (laughs) I can say that Byerly's has some mean chocolate chips. Really good. Really good mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. I am I am a sweets guy. I shouldn't be, but I love sweets and always have. Oh,
1: I'm glad you brought that up. So okay, and I know we have to you know wrap up soon, but something was introduced to me this Easter, and I'm it's it's devastating. Starburst jelly beans. What Starburst jelly beans, they're amazing, but here's the problem: the reason why I don't buy Starburst is because I love them, but even when I buy them. I have the shame of the wrappers littering my table. So I know roughly how many I had with the jelly beans. It's just hand to mouth. Like all the time. I went through a whole bag, a whole bag of those in a day. And I'm like, I wanted to call you moon. I was like, I totally, did. I totally pulled at you. They're really good. Yeah. I don't know if they still have some of them on sale. They might be a little, little hard by now if they're still left from Easter, but But the jelly bean, the Starburst jelly beans are dope.
0: Do you have, uh, Elliot, a favorite candy
2: you can share? That is a good question. In terms of candy bars, it might have to be Twix bars. Yeah, you've got the caramel, you've got the wafer, and you've got the chocolate all in one. It's the perfect package. One of my favorite ways to eat the Twix bar is to try and like peel off the caramel first and then eat the wafer
1: afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. have a
2: fun challenge trying to make it so it doesn't just tear off one half by one half.
1: With Kit Kats, I like to eat the little overhang of the chocolate that's around the outside first. (laughs) Nibble all that and then get into the wafer.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good too. I should not be allowed to be on Amazon because what happens is I buy candy in large quantities you,
1: you're not buying candy again on amazon i thought you was uh, screening your screening your calls there i thought she was taking care of
0: <laughs> do you know that sometimes i'll buy like a pallet of nerds ropes
1: he loves those he is <laughs> he loves his nerds
0: ropes hey before we get out of here uh we could talk candy all day but let's find out what everybody's watching we always ask that question uh are you a netflix can you give us something good
2: I haven't been really watching much Netflix, but I've been really into Young Sheldon for a long time now.
0: They're making a lot of money on that idea. Oh so, yeah, and really that funny.
1: actor. And you said you were friends. With, he is so well. Tell like like he cares what I think, but he's so cute. He's just like so great at that, and just being that, being uniquely one hundred percent himself. Uh, even though he's constantly getting feedback that like you're different. And he's like, I don't, don't care. Love hey, it.
0: You, you should try to get him on our podcast. <laughs> Tell him, just say, Hey, there's this great podcast I was just on. They play a thing called two questions with Putin. Yeah. (laughs) My, my question was, what's your favorite room temperature?
1: (laughs) That really was honestly, it really was the best because, because it's, because that's kind of what the bit's about is to reveal, like to ask a very, like a question that like, they would ask you in a magazine interview, but this is a murderer. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, like, so, you know, Like Egyptian cotton or no, like, uh, what do you, you know,
0: (laughs) it's pretty good. What are you watching Hobbs?
1: Oh God. I'm watching everything. You know, I'm always watching everything. I finished up Ozark
0: and give me a uh, conclusion on the end finale. Was it awesome or didn't like it?
1: I'm always, I'm always the dissenter. Like everybody got mad at the end of game of Thrones and everybody gets mad at the ending. Like, like there's been a lot of movies like six feet under that I loved. And a lot of people got mad at the endings, but they have to end. The show has to end and it has to end somehow. And I think more people are upset and it's a projection that it's over than it actually the way that the ending was. But I will tell you the last line in the series is just as good enough a way to end it a, a, as you could Perfect. but no one's going to be satisfied no one's going to be satisfied because they're characters that they're invested in so winning time is still awesome on hbl the and it's the um it's a it's a little it's a little you know probably a, a bit older because you know for you but it uh and i'm talking to moon um maturity-wise. I don't know if we can handle it, uh, but uh, no, it's about the rise of the, it's about the the LA Lakers really becoming the LA Lakers. But what's really interesting about it is a very male-driven storyline, but it's done in a way I have not seen a lot of male sports things done where there's a lot of reflection on spirituality, relationships, relationships with the father. Like all of these men are somewhat tortured by the memories of things that happened to them as young men and how they were fetishized for their skills and they were able to achieve things their fathers weren't. And that doesn't always necessarily work out or, or seem like a benefit. So to me, it's the the whole emotional backdrop of it. I think it's really well done
0: for me. I just finished watching grace and Frankie. Oh Um,
1: yes. How was it? You love show.
0: I love that show. Uh, again, very adult nature. Uh, I'm going to finish Ozark next. I'm waiting for my wife to finish Grace and Frankie. We have Bosch coming back. If you like a good cop show, that's coming up. And Hacks, uh, about the stand-up comedian, is coming. I'm excited
1: back. for that to come back. That was that was really that was really quite funny.
0: We've been locked up since October,
1: yeah, right? Uh, yeah.
0: because of the weather and COVID. It really feels like this winter has been going on forever. I think a lot of times in Minnesota, you might even just bypass spring and go straight to summer. Yeah, it's, it's gonna like happen. winter, summer, winter, summer.
1: Allegedly, we might hit like some 70s in a week or something. I don't know.
0: Well, we really appreciate you taking your time, Elliot. I know that you'd rather be reading a book uh, rather than talking to us, but it's been great getting to know you. Uh, I Like I say, if you haven't found Elliot's GoFundMe, you should contribute to this kid because yes. look at this. We've got a superstar coming up.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: you know, you gotta, you gotta take those that have it. And, and Minnesotans, we,
1: we, Minnesotans, we like to own people like if, like for the rest of your life, if you're a success at all, yeah, we will, we will like Lizzo. Of course you've heard of Lizzo. I would imagine she stayed on a couch in Minnesota for like a year. And now she's a huge pop star and we're like, "Oh no, she's from Minnesota." No, she's not. She literally just stayed here once.
0: <laughs> yep, but uh tell your mom and dad hello from me.
1: Yes. Uh
0: Hobbs, do you have any uh thing you want to plug? You got any stand-up comedy coming up?
1: I yeah, I got a couple things. Uh next Monday I will be at the uh anniversary show at the Monday Night Comedy Show. Followed that Wednesday, I will be performing at, um, a place called the crane in Minneapolis and it's called stand up raw. And I'll be doing that with Rudy who you know, and then, um, Friday night I'm performing for the, uh, Plymouth parks and rec department and I'm performing in an amphitheater. So they say they're not going to bring babies. We'll see how much I have to edit my son, (laughs) but it's in a park. So I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, you never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. But yeah, I got a couple things. Yeah, thank you.
0: And for me, I'll be sitting in the driveway. Yeah. And while I'm out there, I'll be listening to Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs.